morning and welcome to the podcast Mondays with Mike and Mary. I'm Mike. And I'm Mary and it must be Monday. Welcome everyone. That's why we call this Mondays with Mike and Mary. It is indeed. What a clever name. If you haven't been with us before, what we do on this uh, podcast is share kind of the best of, the hit parade of what happened on our squared coaching calls the previous week. And of course, we always uh, disguise the source of our um, conversation because what, what happens, happens on, on our, our squared, squared stays on, on our, our squared. squared. It's like Las Vegas. <laughs> but we really want to share the best of to help you in your business. And we hope that you'll share this podcast with others as well. And we usually try to pick our favorite Pareto techniques and our favorite Ask the Experts questions, highlights that we think will help you in your business. So, Mary, why don't you start off with your Pareto techniques? Well, I have a student whose business has increased every single year as her children have gotten a little bit older and also needing her more in a different way, maybe, you know, to transport them to their activities Uh as our kids get older, right? Soccer mom. Well, kind of. And anyway, um, this past week, she has, she's really over the course of the last few months developed a morning routine, which includes working out, includes spiritual reflection. Um, And... This past week, she had an incident where she got a text in the middle of the night that she did not see or respond to because she is in control of her phone. And then when she got up in the morning and saw it, it it really was a a threat to tipping that morning routine out of sync. Mm. But instead of responding to it right away, and it was a pretty urgent matter, she decided to go about her business like she wanted to, like she had planned. And then... Two and a half hours later, she responded to the text, and at that point, she heard, oh, I'm so sorry, I overreacted, I've already solved the problem. Parade of techniques. We don't do brain surgery, and sometimes by the t- if we allow things to kind of resolve themselves, sometimes we don't have to resolve them ourselves. And that leads me, if I may, to my Ask the Experts, wow. which is related. You're breaking with protocol here. But that's okay. I just it brings to mind there's no such thing as a real estate emergency. Well, that's certainly true. And yeah. the Pareto techniques that I wanted to reflect on today comes from someone whose question was really, how do you handle this constant drama, this constant nipping at the heels, you know, calls and texts and multiple times from the same people and geez, you know, um, and and that's really related to that Pareto techniques. Because we do get, quote-unquote, bothered. We want to provide great service, and yet, where's the line? Well, if you care, those things will distract you, period. It's just going to happen. If you really care about your clients and care about the deals and putting it together, anytime you get a notification, it's going to pull you pull your attention away from what you're doing. So can you care too much? Well... What did you come up with? Well, uh, so what we came up with was this. You got to have systems and you got to spend more time up front with clients explaining what your systems are, your systems of communication. We want you to be proactive at your communication. So you're not only responding, you're being proactive. Set it up with a 
a pattern of behavior. And I heard this, and this was my favorite piece of advice. This is somebody that knows the person that was asking the question. And, and here's what she said. I know you pretty well, and your phone is always in your hand. You need like a 12-step program to stop your phone from <laughs> controlling your life. And I... I know she'll know I'm talking about her, but boy, she could have said that about a lot of people, right? So turning off the phone, putting that message on the phone that says, I'll be returning calls at such and such a time or between this and that time, using email instead of phone, teaching people to when you're going to respond rather than having them expect an instant response and being consistent. Just love that and really offer that up today because I think there's probably a lot of people listening to this podcast that need the same kind of advice. What did we hear last night about your nephew and his uh, talent show at his high school? Yes. The 15-year-old girl who got up and said, I'm so nervous I have to read this off the phone. And she said, reading from her phone, we spend too much time on the phone. <laughs> Ironic, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. Well, my parade of techniques is about ask the experts. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't Are you it breaking weird? with protocol? Yeah. This, <laughs> here's something somebody said yesterday, and I just loved it. She said, the more I talk, the more I solve my own problem. Meaning, the more she sticks to the ask the experts formula and tries to articulate what is my goal and what is my biggest challenge, and the, the more you can explore that and try to be really specific and clear about the goal and the problem or obstacle or challenge, the easier the solutions are to come up with, almost as if we solve our own problems by being clear about what the goal, what we're trying to accomplish and what we think is holding us back. I, how many times yeah. when we're coaching do <laughs> we listen to the question and then go, um, I think what you really meant to say yeah. was... Yeah. Because I think it is hard. That, that's part of that coaching experience is from the outside being able to, to articulate for people. Mm -hmm. Your number one goal is this. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, no, that's it. Yeah. Well, what's important to you here? What are you trying to accomplish here? What yeah. would make you happy if it happened? What's the end result you're looking for? And the, the, the clearer you can be about that, the easier it is to come up with solutions to it. That's brilliant. You know, if it's just a vague generality, I want to be happy. Yeah. Right. And then we got into Ask the Experts, and again, we had a theme going. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Yeah. And and let me give you a couple of them. One of them was, I've got a buyer's agent, and how do I track the leads I'm giving them? Good question. When do I need an assistant and how do I compensate one? And then I have a surplus of buyer leads and I don't know if I should vet them first or give them out raw, should just the referral percentage. Um, I'm hiring back my ex-assistant and how do I get them up to speed quickly? That, that whole issue kept coming up on our calls from multiple people. What do we do when we're expanding our business or our business has expanded to the point where we're looking outside of just being a one-man band and seeking help. And there are some alternatives. 
And there's lots of great advice that came out of these discussions here. I just loved this one particular one who said, your first assistant needs to be your computer. You've got to maximize the use of technology to support you in what you do before you go looking to hire a human being. And second, your affiliates, all the vendors that you use, all the outside people. Like for instance, here, if instead of hiring a buyer's agent and trying to build a team, you just had a showing agent and all they did was show property for you for X dollars an hour. Oh, and let's say now that means I no longer spend X number of hours per yeah. week showing properties. Well, that's the biggest use of time. That's the flip yeah. side of that. Exactly. It frees me up. You bet. And the benefit to that, instead of having buyer's agents on a team with a formal structured relationship and, and commission sharing, is number one, you get to keep the client. Right. And number two, you do the most important things, which is the qualifying at the front and the negotiating at the back. So a showing agent, I think, is a perfect alternative to trying to build this, this gigantic team, even a small team. Uh, and the, the relationship that you have with whoever it is you're giving leads to or referring leads to is going to determine how you track the leads. But it's real important that you do track the leads if you have a surplus of them. So second, you make use of your affiliates. And then third, you get assistance, A-N-C-E, not T-S, from things like Showtime. You know, there's there's technology that help you schedule appointments. Right. That help you get feedback to your clients. And the technology takes the place of a human being. I think that's that's important as a distinction. But the discussion, what, what it really boiled down to was what fits my lifestyle? Everybody's got a business model. Is your business model, I'm going to build a 12-person team that's going to change the world, and I'm going to have multiple buyer's agents and a closing coordinator, and or is it I'm going to make the best use of people I have relationships with and fit my business model to my lifestyle rather than trying to fit my lifestyle to my business model. Oh, that's very profound. Yeah, because like some that. people don't have kids at home. Some people have little kids at home and they don't necessarily need an admin assistant. They probably need a nanny or a personal assistant. You know, what Floyd's advice was in getting an assistant was always this. You got to hire somebody you're completely comfortable giving a minimum wage menial labor task to. Go get my car washed. Go pick up the dry cleaning. Errands. And that frees you up. And the other, then the other thing he said was, you don't bring people on board to assist you so that you have more time off. <laughs> you bring them on board so that in the hours that they're replacing for you, you're expanding your business. You're doing income generating activity, which you're good at in your unique ability. Now, I know assistance is a pet subject of yours as well. I loved, I loved your assistance, assistance program. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've always thought, you know, if you love mowing your lawn, putting the headphones on and sitting on the mower and spending two and a half hours by yourself with your music and your mower, then don't delegate it. But for everybody else, that's the last thing you should be doing. So getting rid of those things in our lives that are easy to get rid of, maybe part of our personal life, not our business life, that's assistance. Because it frees us up to be more productive when we're working and to not have to do menial labor when we're not working. Now, if a team suits you, if a team suits your eye, it suits your business, it suits your lifestyle, then by all means, build a team. Have fun with it. If you're a good people manager, somebody yesterday asked, what are my minimum standards for my team? And I had to remind them of Floyd's so beautifully simple minimum standards for any team. Attitude, effort, production. You're a plus or a minus in, in each of those three categories. And at a minimum, to be on your team, people need to be a plus in two of the three categories you choose which two. No one can be a plus in all three all the time, but you can be in two out of three. And if if building a team suits you, and a lot of people said, well, you know why brokers encourage the team building thing because it's recruiting for them. Uh, okay, build a team if you're good at it. But if you're not good at it, if it doesn't suit your lifestyle, then rather than formalize a relationship with the buyer's agent and start that whole team thing, why not make use of technology first and affiliates second, and then people who support you, like a showing assistant, like a closing coordinator, and compensate them that way. You know, when you have a team, you get less time off. That's one of the caveats. Because every time you take a day off, they're looking at you sideways. Oh, how come you're not feeding me leads, you know, out there today? Um, you're also using more time managing people. And teams are notorious for turnover. It's kind of rare that people keep the same team members years and years and year yeah, in and year really out. That's true. When someone becomes very productive, they feel like they don't need to be on that team mm -hmm. and Sometimes the person in charge of the team can feel, you know, abandoned. I invested so much in you and now you go off and leave me, yeah. you know, and you wouldn't even be able to leave me if I hadn't given you all those leads. So, yeah, you know, I think the bottom line is it's not what you make, it's what you keep. So I like that comment about lifestyle and making that all fit. And I think the, the corollary to that is... You know, at, at which in which model are you going to walk away with the most net, net, net to you? In how many hours, too? With peace. Yeah. And joy. And one, <laughs> one more caveat, and it's the flip side of the coin that you need to watch out for. If you're going to refer buyer leads to an agent for a percentage, and they look at, well, the buyer leads I find, I get 100% of, but the buyer leads that get referred to me, I only get 75% of. Maybe they'll put your buyer leads on the back burner and not work on them first. So that's just something to keep an eye on if you're going to refer leads rather than have a formalized, structured relationship with the buyer's agent.
Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, at what point do you think it's time to start looking for support like that? At what point in a career? At what number? I don't think there's a number. I think it depends on sale price and commission and what you're earning and what your goal is. And I think first you delegate the stuff at home so that when you are home, you are whole and you are the best mom, the best dad, the best spouse, the best whatever you are. That's the easiest, cheapest, less damaging, you know, easy to replace assistance. You do that first. Then you talk about assistance at the office. So I don't think there's a number. I think it's when you're going crazy. But you got to yeah. be earning enough to be able to afford to do that, to have someone do your laundry, to have someone do your groceries, et cetera, to have somebody manage your computer, your CRM. Yeah. I think it's when you hear crashing China. You <laughs> Do you remember the, the guy on the old variety shows with the long, tall, white things oh, and the all those plates, plates spinning? spinning? Yeah, yeah, right. When you get too many plates spinning and some of them start dropping to the floor and crashing, dang, you know, that's that's when it's time to seek outside help. Because oh, your wait systems a might be broken. That's that's very good point. And first you gotta take a look at that plate and decide if you should have been spinning that plate after, you know, yeah. to begin with. Because I think sometimes we've got plates spinning, then we add more plates. And it's, you know, you probably should join an R-squared group and get advice. Probably. Yeah. Hey, yeah. by the way, we got Business Breakthrough coming up. We do? We do. Oh, yippee. I love the Business Breakthrough. November. How do I get my room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you please go book your hotel room with the Marriott Eagle Crest in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and do it right away. We've got a room block that's being held for us. And if we don't book those rooms, we're going to lose them to the general population. And they're already selling the rooms for 50 bucks a night higher than our room block rate. That's floydwickman.com slash breakthrough. Once again, that's floydwickman.com slash breakthrough. <laughs> go to the World Wide Web and go to floydwickman.com slash breakthrough. All right, Michael. It's and going to be Tuesdays <laughs> with Mike and Mary if we don't finish this up now. <laughs> okay. What was that address again? <laughs> floydwickman.com slash breakthrough. Yes, and don't forget if you love these podcasts and share them with your friends on social media and let us know that you have, you get to enter a drawing for a champagne limo ride with Floyd taking you to dinner at the Business Breakthrough. And you don't even have to pay for your own dinner. All right, everyone. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Hope you had a lot of fun. Talk to you next week. Thank you.